Next up on Saturday mornings at your service, it's Welcome to Health. Greatest Grains and the Welcome to Health Center bring you Dr. Kurt Rexroth, chiropractor and clinical nutritionist. Dr. Rexroth is here to answer your questions about chiropractic, nutrition, or healthy weight loss. So give Dr. Rexroth a call at 344-1420, or you can find him online at welcometohealth.com. And now here's Dr. Kurt Rexroth. Good morning, Quad Cities. I tell you, I've got a great show today. It's kind of a, a, a cautionary tale today because I know that all of you who ever watch television, turn the television on even, are watching these drug commercials, and a lot of the drug commercials are commercials about how drugs cause problems and how the new drug is going to solve the problem caused by the last drug you were on. Um, for example, the you know the new constipation drugs that are out in order to overcome the problems that are being created by the opioid pain-killing medications. I mean, when I was a kid, um, we had this, uh, I saw a show on television. I must have only been around, well, I'd say eight years old or so, and there was this guy who was in a dark room, you know, it was black and white television. There was a, he was in a dark room. He was sweating. He was in agony. He was moaning. He was, and that was his reaction to opioid withdrawal or a heroin habit withdrawal. And we've got people all over the country now who are dying of opioid addictions. And these are prescription opioids for pain medication. And um, we've got this whole world uh, that is just terrified of pain. And, uh, you know, it's been shown that a lot of these medications really shouldn't be given because it's just inappropriate with the level of pain the person is experiencing. Pain of a manageable level that's just not driving you insane is a condition that human beings have. It's a protective condition. It's not something that always needs to be treated. However, so we got these <clears throat> constipation drugs to treat the constipation problems that are produced by putting your muscles to sleep so the peristalsis is not working. Well, there's another, another peristaltic problem, too, that it comes up, and it has to do with proton pump inhibitors. So we're going to be talking about that today, and I want to remind you of a couple things first. Proton pump inhibitors are the medications you take in order to treat esophageal reflux disease. Now, that's, you know, it's one term, medical term, followed by another. I apologize for that. But it's often called heartburn. It's often called, um, you know, regurgitation of the acid back up into the esophagus that causes a burning sensation. Uh, if you're in bed at night and you've eaten too late and you've eaten too much and, you know, you might get that uh, stomach acid coming up and you, oh, my gosh, I've got to get up real quick to let it go back down again to let gravity do its work. And uh, many people experience that. And it is not a comfortable thing. There's no question about it. And there are some health dangers. If your esophagus is constantly burned by the acid from your stomach, it's not a good thing. However, what happens, and this happens in a lot of medical uh, advertisements, the acid itself is demonized as the problem when, as a matter of fact, if you don't have acid in your stomach, you cannot possibly be even nearly a healthy person because the acid in the stomach is what creates the nutrition out of the food that you eat. And we're going to focus on this topic because many of you out there are on these proton or acid-reducing medications. The proton pump inhibitors, PPIs, these are the ones that reduce the amount of stomach acid you have in order to create a little more comfortable environment for yourself. Um, I want to remind the, you listeners that we do have a, um, a weight loss 
or a fat loss, as we like to call it at the clinic, a fat loss program. Uh, and we have a free seminar on Tuesday evening at 6.30. And this is an incredibly great educational opportunity. We go into the science of weight gain. We go into the science of weight loss. We compare different diets. We talk about which ones work well, which ones don't work. We talk about the ones where if you go on a weight loss program, you will lose weight, but you'll also lose muscle, which is not a desirable end. It's almost better to have a little extra fat than actually lose the muscle that burns fat when you're trying to lose weight. So 6.30, Tuesday evening, a free seminar. Come give us a call at 309-764-2115. Give us a call. Let us know you're coming. We'll reserve a place for you. Okay, now, the topic today is <clears throat> what do we do about acid reflux? And there are some things we can do that are natural solutions. So I'm going to mention them first because we at the clinic have a supplement that actually not only helps reduce the stomach acid at the right time, but it also actually helps promote the peristaltic action in the esophagus. People don't feel it because it's just a part of their, their natural way of doing things, but the food doesn't just come from being chewed up and just dropped down into the stomach. Um, if you've ever noticed, you can actually eat food laying down and it still goes down into the stomach. And that's because there's a squeezing action in the esophagus, that tube that comes from your mouth and goes down into your stomach. There's a squeezing action. And it's a wave-like action. It starts at the top, and it squeezes, squeezes, keeps going down, keeps going down, keeps going down, until finally it just squirts it right into the stomach. And then there's a valve at the top of the stomach called the esophageal sphincter, which actually closes after the food drops into the stomach. Now, that particular valve responds to acid. That means the acid in the stomach, when it touches that valve, that valve just goes and kind of clams up and, and prevents the acid from going back up into the esophagus in a normal, extremely healthy person. Now, we've altered our system so much with medications and wrong food and things like that, that that valve doesn't always respond. But we're going to be talking about ways of actually calming down the esophagus and yet in improving the peristaltic action, the squeezing action of the esophagus all the way down to the stomach today with a natural supplement, which contains three compounds. Um, but first of all, let's talk about the dangers of the proton pump inhibiting medication. And uh, this is not just off the top of my head. There have been some very, very good studies in the medical community that to me would have been so cautionary that it would probably eliminate 90% of the prescriptions of these proton pump inhibitors. But unfortunately, the financial relationship between the companies that are making literally billions of dollars on these things and the doctors, that financial connection is a very powerful thing. So you don't always get the wisest decisions or the wisest recommendations when there's that much money involved. But here's the deal. One of the latest studies from the American Medical Association itself actually shows that proton pump inhibitors lead to a 40% greater risk for the development of dementia, including Alzheimer's. Now, let's just put dementia in its proper perspective. Dementia is the loss of memory, yes, but Alzheimer's is the loss of you. I mean, we live through our nervous system. When the nerve uh, connections in our brain stop working well, 
it's not just a loss of, well, you know, I can't remember names. We never could, right? I can't, I don't, can't remember that particular event. No, but it's the loss of you. There's nobody there to remember the, their life or their experiences or their lessons, etc. You're just gone. And that is, to me, that is the most serious thing that could possibly happen. I mean, death would be better than the loss of me or a loss of you uh, and still just be hanging around. So this is a very, very serious thing. A 44% greater development of dementia and Alzheimer's, and that comes from an American Medical uh, Association study, American Medical Association neurology study in 2016, February of 2016. That's just you know, a little over a year ago. And it was a seven-year study, nearly 74,000 participants aged 75 and older who did not have dementia at the beginning of the study. Now, that's very, very important to realize. Here are a normal group. They were tested. They were given the, the normal dementia tests. And there turned out to be a strong statistical relationship between regular use of proton pump inhibitors and the risk of developing dementia and Alzheimer's. Now, so that's one study, but, you know, a lot of times you'll get studies will be attacked. That's only one study, even though it was a large study, 74,000 participants. Uh, it was just one study. So let's go to a second study. This is called the German study on aging, cognition, and dementia. And this study was given to older patients, 75 years or older. There were 3,300 of these people for 18 months, and it was carried on. Or, I'm sorry, for, they were followed up every 18 months for six years. So this is a pretty substantial study. And although at the beginning of the study, there were no signs of dementia in any of these participants, uh, the, the fourth follow-up of there were 431 developing dementia, including 260 that had Alzheimer's disease. Now, that means out of this 3,300, just in the fourth follow-up after eight, you know, 18 months times four, total study six years, already 431 were starting to show dementia. 260 had Alzheimer's. Now, interestingly, the patients who had proton pump inhibitors used over this time had a 38% increase in dementia. But here's the, the zinger. The ones who had developed Alzheimer's, had a 44% increased risk of Alzheimer's if they had used proton pump inhibitors compared to those who had not used proton pump inhibitors. Now, if that sounds a little familiar, we go back to the um, American Medical Association neurology study. What did we hear? 44% increased risk for dementia and Alzheimer's. It's the same exact figure. So when we talk about this, this is looking more and more like the studies are agreeing. And these were both large studies. Um, and these were both, they both came up with the same statistic. Now, this is something that, I mean, if, if you folks out there, obviously, you're all concerned about this. I mean, it's in the news. I, I don't even need to say if you're concerned. We are obviously all concerned about this. But if you're taking, you know, Prilosec, happened to be in this German study, the very worst. Um, but there are many other proton and pump inhibitors. And a lot of these are actually sold over the counter now. They're not even, they don't even require prescription. 
Now, when you ask, well, how does this work? I mean, I'm treating the acid in my stomach. I'm, re I'm lowering that. And what are the mechanisms that are leading to Alzheimer's? Well, there are actually two main mechanisms I can, I can actually refer to. One of them is just simply nutritional. If you don't have your uh, stomach acid, you are not getting good nutrition. And the other is something that's just coming down the pike in brain research right in the last uh, two months. I've actually started reading about this. And we're going to go into the, these two mechanisms, why lowering stomach acid with these proton pump inhibitors actually leads to Alzheimer's. Now, before I go on, on on this topic, I want you to remind you that we do have some more natural solutions to some of these things. So don't feel like you know, you're just totally left out in the open bare, you know, naked before the forces of the, the pharmaceutical solutions to these uh, problems, because there are some natural solutions we can try, and there's a pretty good percentage of success. Um, now, so let's go back. The question was, why is it that lowering the stomach acid with these strong medications can actually lead to some really serious problems. The most serious problem, perhaps, that we can think of, Alzheimer's disease um, and the loss of memory. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing that they would uh, have these drugs on the market knowing that this research is available. In any case, so what is it? Well, first of all, it's nutritional. Number one, the stomach acid, if you do not have ample stomach acid, you cannot digest and absorb minerals. So calcium, magnesium, zinc, all of these essential minerals for health are compromised in your nutrition. That's one. Number two, proteins are not broken down in the mouth when you chew them. They're broken down by stomach acid. Now, stomach acid is vital because it breaks down proteins into amino acids, which are actually absorbable units that you build proteins from. These little parts of proteins are absorbed easily into the gut. They go into the bloodstream. They go to the place where they're required to rebuild new proteins according to the ones that you need to build your health. That's your structure, your enzymes, your, your um, uh, hormones. All of these things require amino acids, which are the breakdown products of protein for your nutrition. Also, it, it's a, a fact that you protect the gut itself when you have acid in the stomach because dangerous bacteria can't get through into the uh, gut and ca start causing problems like um, Clostridium difficile is a big, huge problem that is uh, something that's very difficult to solve. That's why it's called difficile. It's Clostridium difficult. Antibiotics most often can't even do anything about it. So, um, you know, the, the stomach acid is, you know, don't visualize, you know, your... Um, James Bond movie where the villain ultimately falls into acid. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Acid. Yeah. Well, you don't want to fall into a vat of acid. Granted. But you want stomach acid in your stomach. You want it to be there. You want it to be a strong acid mixture to protect you and to give you the nutrition you need. So when you volunteer and say, I'll do that proton pump inhibitor, you're literally raising your hand and volunteering for malnutrition. Very, very important thing to know. Are you told that? Not usually. Plus, proton pump inhibitors right on the package, it generally says do not use them for more than two weeks. And yet I would guarantee that many of you out there have been on proton pump inhibitors for decades. And is the bad effect cumulative? Well, there is some discussion on whether short-term or long-term is um, actually damaging. And we'll hopefully have enough time to talk about that a little bit. Anyway, so malnutrition. 
don't volunteer for it. Number two, it turns out that you ask, you lower the acid in your brain. I mean, you lower the acid in your stomach. The same medication, the proton pump inhibitor that lowers acid in the stomach, also crosses the blood-brain barrier, which is a sacred barrier, but it is able to cross the blood-brain barrier and lower your cleanup cells in your brain. It lowers their ability to produce acid, and they use acid to actually dissolve harmful proteins like beta amyloid proteins. And when those proteins are, dis- are, are the, that you don't have the acid to dissolve those proteins, they cannot easily be washed out of the brain. Now, some of the latest research, the most exciting stuff I've read recently, is that the blood vessels all are surrounded by what are called microglia cells. And these glia cells are kind of a sponge-like network around the blood vessels. And when you fall asleep at night, the cleaning fluid, the cerebral spinal fluid, rushes in and is sponged into all of these microglial cells. And the glial cells then, you know, expand and take up about 60% of your brain is actually taken up by glial, spongy, um, cerebral spinal fluid. And then when you wake up at night, that stuff is pushed out and your brain is basically washed clean with these glial cells. Well, these glial cells also contain lots of little cells, uh, immune cells, that loosen and break up the amyloid plaques that form in the brain. That, that's one of the primary uh, theories of Alzheimer's disease. They break up these amyloid plaques and they actually make them mobile so that they can be washed out of the brain. And the way they do that, these immune cells, is they squirt this strong acid on there, on the plaques, and that dissolves their connections, makes them mobile so they can be washed out. Now, if the proton pump inhibitor crosses the blood-brain barrier, and this has been shown, they've done this with research, that they know that it weakens the ability of these little lysosomes, lysosomal cells, to actually produce strong enough acid. Now, we know the mechanisms. We know how these things destroy nutrition. We know how they weaken the ability of the brain to clean itself out. So what's the solution? Well, it's, there's another piece of research we're probably not going to have time to do anything with, but just to mention it. And it says basically that even short-term use of proton pump inhibitors leads to memory problems. So what's the solution? At the clinic, at the Welcome to Health Center, we do have a chewable tablet that consists of calcium, magnesium uh, supplements, which reduce acid intensity. But it also has deglycerinized um, licorice, which soothes and coats the esophagus. Now, these compounds are not meant to totally get rid of stomach acid. As a matter of fact, as a lozenge, they just go in very, very slowly. So while you're in the digestive phase, you have plenty of stomach acid. But while you're in the phase after digestion, what happens is the calcium, which is required, by the way, for peristaltic contractions of the esophagus to squeeze the food down into the stomach and to take it past that sphincter valve at the bottom, that round valve that responds to acid, um, it, the calcium actually, in a local way, actually promotes the peristaltic action. The magnesium is 
able to neutralize the stomach acid in the esophagus, not in the stomach, but in the esophagus. So you have plenty of acid in the stomach, but the esophagus is protected and the deglycerinized uh, licorice actually soothes and coats the esophagus so that it's not as vulnerable to acidic uh, assault from the strong hydrochloric acid from the stomach. It's almost the perfect combination of things. And it's something that if you have acid reflux problems, you can try. Um, if you have proton pump inhibitors, we can try to get you off those proton pump inhibitors and hopefully reduce your risk for this horrible um, dementia and Alzheimer's disease. We'll talk to you next week. Give us a call, 309-764-2115. Bye-bye.